morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Tuesday, January 17th. Remember Gilligan's Island, the story about a three-hour tour that landed seven castaways on a deserted island? The vessel that shipwrecked was called the SS Minnow. Do you know how it got its name? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's get to your Tuesday forecast over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. Hey, good Tuesday morning to you. Meteorologist Stephanie Sign here from Live 5 News checking in with the forecast. 70 degrees for our afternoon high temperature, way above average for this time of the year. Not only a warmer temperature for the afternoon, but overnight lows staying in the 50s tonight. We do have a weak cold front that's trying to bring in a few overnight showers, so do keep that in mind. Shouldn't be a washout. Many of you will even stay dry. We do have the chance of a little bit of patchy fog, though, uh, developing overnight because of that rain fall and sticking around through Wednesday morning. Good news is warmer temperatures are on the way Wednesday and Thursday in the low 70s. You can see we cool off for the weekend and even better rain chance arrives for Sunday into next week. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now let's check your morning headlines. New this morning, the South Carolina Highway Patrol says one person is dead following a crash in Berkeley County. That crash happened just before 8.30 last night on Black Oak Road near Theomar Lane. That's in the Bono area. Troopers say a Kia going west on Black Oak Road crashed into another vehicle going the other direction. The Kia went off the side of the road and hit a tree. According to Highway Patrol, the driver of that car died. The other person was taken to Trident Medical Center. No word on their condition or the name of the person who died. Well, today we are saying goodbye to a big name in the low country. Arthur Ravenel Jr. has died. Ravenel was a public servant for more than 20 years, serving in both the South Carolina legislature and U.S. Congress. He also played a major role in the funding behind the famous Ravenel Bridge. Anna Harris spoke with friends of Ravenel to hear more about what he was like as a person outside of politics. The people I spoke with say losing Arthur Ravenel Jr. is a tremendous loss for the low country. The people that knew him call him Cousin Arthur because he was just that friendly and everyone liked him. He was a charming man with a wonderful accent and he was a quintessential low country man. Arthur Ravenel Jr. was born in Charleston in 1927 and graduated from the College of Charleston in 1950. He served in the South Carolina House from 1953 to 58 and later served in the Senate from 1981 to 1986 and again from 1997 to 2003. He was also a member of the U.S. Congress from 1987 to 1995 before eventually being a member of the Charleston County School Board. Very bright man. He got a lot done for the low country, he brought the Republican Party here, got it established, and his crowning achievement was he got the Arthur Ravenel Bridge built here. Ravenel also touched the lives of many in the political world. Congresswoman Nancy Mace tweeted, today we lost a great friend of the low country and former representative of South Carolina's first congressional district, Arthur Ravenel Jr. Our prayers are with the Ravenel family this evening. Charleston Mayor John Tecklenburg released a statement, quote, cousin Arthur loved Charleston in his bones and Charleston loved him back. Over the course of 95 remarkable years, he was a Marine, a business leader, a family man, and a distinguished public servant at every level of government. Put simply, his was a life in full. 
a life of joy and meaning and consequence, and he'll be much missed. When you can go through this life for 90 plus years and never hear someone speak bad of an individual, that tells you something that this person is genuine, loved by all, uh, and lived a full life and a true life. We are waiting to hear about any funeral arrangements. And on behalf of us at Live 5, our thoughts and prayers are with the Ravenel family at this time. In Charleston, Anna Harris, Live 5 News. Governor Henry McMaster tweeted about Ravenel's passing, saying Arthur Ravenel was a giant of a man. He loved and fought for everything that makes South Carolina great. His remarkable legacy will live on in our love for our people, our heritage, and our blessings of nature. Peggy and I hold the Ravenel family in our hearts and prayers. The murder trial of former Low Country attorney Alec Murdoch is set to start in less than a week. Murdoch is facing two counts of murder and the shooting deaths of his wife Maggie and youngest son Paul. He's pleaded not guilty to those charges. Both were found shot to death at the family's hunting property in rural Colleton County in 2021. Indictments say Murdoch shot his wife with a rifle, his son with a shotgun. He reportedly called 911 that night, telling investigators he found the bodies. The South Carolina Attorney General has announced the state will not seek the death penalty. Walkers and runners in Mount Pleasant could be seeing some new trails in the area. This comes as part of the Mount Pleasant Way, a network of paths linking portions of the town to recreation facilities, parks, schools, and a whole lot more. Today, folks in Mount Pleasant will have the opportunity to share their thoughts on those proposed trails and what types of amenities they would like to see in them. Our Melissa Rademacher joins us live this morning from Mount Pleasant. Melissa, what are some of the goals of the project? Good morning. Good morning, you guys. Well, the Mount Pleasant officials want to hear from residents so that their opinions can be included in those goals. The overall goal of this project is to create safe and alternative routes for people who visit and live in Mount Pleasant. And while it will be years before these paths are entirely complete, they want those opinions right now during the planning phase. So right now, the town has compiled a few surveys where people can share their opinions on the various trails, along with find further information about the proposed project as a whole and the public can answer questions such as if they support the trail and they can even recommend amenities they would like to see included the mathis ferry trail is one project that will run along the north side of mathis ferry road the city of mount pleasant will also be hosting a public meeting today from 5 to 7 p.m here at town hall mount pleasant resident jason wingfield says the area has everything he needs and hopes the trail can expand even further if it can connect further down and, and wrap all the way around to the waterfront park under the bridge, I think it'd get a lot of use. And, um, you know, people that want to either work out or go for a nice stroll can enjoy it that, for that. For a link to those various surveys to share your own opinion, you can click on this story on our website, life5news.com. Reporting in Mount Pleasant, Melissa Rademacher, Life 5 News. The Berkeley County School District is hoping to help parents better monitor their children's use of social media. The district is doing this through parent presentations on the potential dangers of social media. The district says parents should look out for what's known as vault apps that could look like a calculator icon on a phone, but they secretly reveal inappropriate content once it's unlocked. BCSD's next presentation will be held at Timberland High School tonight. That'll be at 6 p.m. 
The full list of presentations plus more resources on school safety can be found under this web story on live5news.com. Today, South Carolina senators are set to debate one of the first bills of the new legislative session giving public dollars to families for private school tuition. The bill would give up to $6,000 for families to pay for private school tuition. The money would be limited to only families that qualify for Medicaid. If passed, up to 5,000 students would be able to participate in the first year, eventually going up to 15,000 in the program's third year. Lawmakers say they would start with a pilot program, which would cost $90 million. This is not the first time a bill like this has been debated. Last year, a similar bill died after lawmakers could not compromise over testing for participating students. Leaders in the House say a voucher bill is also one of their priorities. Changes are coming next month for those who receive money through SNAP benefits. SNAP benefits are government funds given to low-income households to help with the cost of healthy foods. DSS is in the process of creating more online services. All you need is your birthday and case number. Then you can find out when your next deposit is scheduled for and how much it will be starting on February 1st. Those who receive emergency SNAP benefits will go back to the normal pre-pandemic amounts. The South Carolina Real Estate Commission is warning residents of a rise in vacant lot scams. The commission says real estate agents may be contacted by someone who's acting like they're looking to sell a vacant lot quickly for below market value. Some red flags the commission says to look out for are barely legible photo IDs. The seller can't meet in person or they will accept less than full price. One real estate agent says agents should be more vigilant right now. If you come across something that is kind of remotely like this, you need to do your due diligence. We're kind of putting you on notice uh, that you need to dig as deep as you can dig to make sure that you're speaking with the actual seller in front of you. The Real Estate Commission is urging anyone who's been a victim or maybe knows of a victim of a vacant lot scam to contact the FBI. At the top of the show, I mentioned the beloved sitcom Gilligan's Island and the SS Minnow. So how did the boat get its name? As the story goes, the show's creator, Sherwood Schwartz, chose that name as an insult to the then chair of the Federal Communications Commission. His name was Newton Minow. He famously made a speech calling TV, quote, a vast wasteland. Minow, by the way, turns 97 today. Also celebrating birthdays, actor James Earl Jones is 92. Talk show host Maury Povich is 84. Actor, comedian, and family feud host Steve Harvey is 66. Actor, comedian Jim Carrey is 61. And former First Lady Michelle Obama is 59. Thanks for starting your morning with us here at Live 5 and Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning, y'all. Produced every weekday morning. You can listen and subscribe at live5news.com slash podcast. And download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.